0: Time now to clock in on the swing shift. Once again for us to listen to a couple of bands. I suppose you could say they're in competition and at one point they were. Their drummers Gene Krupa and Chick Webb they're going to be the ones doing all the work on tonight's edition of The Swing Shift. Gene Krupa was the powerhouse center of the Benny Goodman Band, the band that made him the king of swing. After a turn with uh, Goodman in the 30s, he decided to form his own band. That first band kind of fell apart, but then later in the 40s, he was able to put together another band, and it's those recordings we're going to hear tonight. It was quite an aggregation. He had some really exceptional people in the band. Uh, You just have to look at Charlie Ventura on tenor sax to get an idea of the quality of people. Jerry Mulligan also showed up. Uh, He had a very interesting assortment of sidemen. We're going to hear a Jerry Mulligan arrangement first off, Indiana. Then Ed Finkel has a couple of arrangements, Up and Adam. And then um, calling Dr. Gillespie. By the way, the Gillespie is not the Lionel Barrymore character who was famous in the movies those days, but Dizzy Gillespie. Three from the Gene Krupa Band. That device of uh, softening up and having a great diminuendo and then suddenly banging at the end, that uh, was very characteristic of band music back in those days. Those recordings were made in 1946. This was Gene Krupa's second band. You heard uh, trumpet solos by Red Rodney, Dick Taylor was the trombone soloist, and that great tenor sax sound was produced by Charlie Ventura. Even though Jerry Mulligan, at the age of 19, was arranging for him, the baritone in that performance was played by Joe Koch. And Teddy Napoleon played piano. I haven't heard something about Teddy Napoleon for a long, long time. Three selections were Indiana, arranged by Mulligan, Up and Adam and Calling Dr. Gillespie, Dizzy Gillespie. Those were both arranged by Ed Finkel. Now we back up 15 years to 1931 to Chick Webb and his orchestra. And let's take a digression here to talk a little bit about Chick Webb. He was, to put it bluntly, a hunched-back dwarf, but a powerhouse drummer. And at the Apollo in Harlem, he was king. He had a tremendous orchestra, and some very important people were to go through that orchestra over time. In this recording in 31, we'll hear Benny Carter, early in his career. He played clarinet and alto for Chick, but the important thing was he was an arranger, and his arrangements were just terrific. Hilton Jefferson's another name you might know. He played clarinet and doubled on alto. But it's Chick Webb at drums that was the important man. Now, in the 30s, Benny Goodman, with Gene Krupa, was called the King of Swing. So they had a battle of the bands at the Apollo Theater. At that time, musicians and organizations were strictly divided between black and white. After hours, they played together, but on the road, professionally, no, they were quite separate. So Benny Goodman went into the Apollo Theater for a battle of the bands. They essentially played the same arrangements. But as Krupa put it, Uh, Chick Webb cut him to ribbons, and indeed the Chick Webb band came out of that the clear winner. This is before that time. This is when they were still getting organized. Earlier in the late 1920s, a chick called his outfit the Jungle Band, because at that time a lot of black orcas were stuck with the idea that jazz is jungle music. But it's as Chick Webb's orchestra that we hear them in this early recording made in 1931. Benny Carter did all the arrangements of Heebie Jeebie, Soft and Sweet, and Blue Minor. <laughs> Chick Webb's orchestra in heebie-jeebies, soft and sweet, and blue minor, all of them arranged by Benny Carter. And uh, at one point, you heard him play clarinet in those orchestrations, uh, really a really sensational band all the way back in 1931. And you can understand why Chick Webb has his, had his partisans, and the Apollo uh, Theater was just his kingdom. It really was. And when the Benny Goodman went in there for a battle of bands and lost, they lost to a wonderful competitor. But let's go back to Krupa now in 1946. We're going to start with a vocal because vocalists by this time were beginning to become very important in bands. You had to have at least one solid vocalist, if not two. At that time in 46, Krupa was carrying too. Carolyn Gray and Buddy Stewart. We'll hear Carolyn in Hop, Skip, and Jump. This was a solid uh, song for Anita O'Day when she was with Krupa, and she was a force of nature. Carolyn uh, Gray does it well, but not uh, she doesn't efface memories of Anita. We'll follow that with Out of Nowhere, uh, both of those selections arranged by George Williams, I have no idea who is responsible for hodgepodge, but Charlie Ventura's tenor will be very much in evidence through the course of these selections, as will Red Rodney on Trumpet.
1: I need affection Honey, hurry, hurry to me Hop, skip and jump Stop hesitating My arms are waiting Honey, won't you hurry to me It's been long time, no tree. Missing you, feeling blue. Baby, won't you make it one, two, three. Hop, skip, and jump. Hop on a flyer. My heart's on fire. Honey, hurry, hurry.
2: Boo mm-hmm. boo
0: from the Krupa band we heard hop skip and jump jump with a vocal by carolyn gray then out of nowhere and hodgepodge the first two were arranged by george williams solid band recording back in 1946 those recordings were made for a group known as radio recorders they prepared transcription services for small stations complete with the voice tracks from the musicians so that your local announcer could be in apparent conversation with them. Every small station wanted to sound like a network station back in those days. Let's return now to Chick Webb. We're uh, four years later, and Ella Fitzgerald has joined the band, and what a difference it would make. From that time on, the band was really kind of subservient to Ella Fitzgerald's fame. She exploded on the public with a tremendous force. And Chick Webb died uh, not too far into her six-year career with the band, and she essentially just took it over. Band members were not unhappy, as I've mentioned before, because their records were selling and they were making money. We're going to hear one of the first things she did, I'll Chase the Blues Away, and that'll be followed by Down Home Rag, uh, why that was revived in 1935 is hard to say. It was written about 20 years earlier, and yet a number of bands recorded it at that time. And then we'll follow that with facts and figures. The first and third are uh, arranged by Edgar uh, Sampson, who was uh, uh, not only alto sax player, but an arranger beginning a very distinguished career in that department, The middle tune, Down Home Rag, was arranged by Wayman Carter. This is Chick Webb and his orchestra. Webb loved to use those little uh, odd sounds, bells and uh, coconuts and all sorts of things in addition to his drumming. He was, as I said, a powerhouse drummer, but uh, he loved little gadgets and his arrangements were always very interesting and intricate. I mentioned the battle of the bands they had with Benny Goodman when Krupa was involved. He, He told the members of the band, Chick Webb did, before the battle, says, if any of you makes a mistake, don't show up for work tomorrow. It was that important to Chick to win that contest, and win it he did going away. That must have been something. The place was not only crowded with 4,000 people, but there were 5,000 people out on the street demanding to get in. They had to call the police out and everything. That was a, a great night in the history of swing. We'll close out with Krupa now with 10 Ritchie Drive, King Porter Stomp, and Leave Us Leap. Familiar tunes to end this session of Swing Shift. Ed Finkel's distinctive arrangement of Leave Us Leap. Uh, that was uh, that was a real flag waver for them. Then before that, we heard George Williams' unusual arrangement of King Porter Stomp." We started out with a trio. That's something Krupa picked up from, uh, from Benny Goodman. Benny Goodman made history when he and Teddy Wilson and Gene Krupa started recording as a trio, uh, early introduction to what we might call chamber jazz. And Ventura kept it up. Uh, He played, uh, or rather, Krupa kept it up. He was on drums, Teddy Napoleon piano, and Charlie Ventura on tenor. You also heard Ventura soloing along the way on uh, both those last two selections. And with that, I think it's about time for us to fold our tent and uh, clock out. Uh, It's been another interesting session. On Swing Time, two drummers, Gene Krupa and Chick Webb, who faced each other in a mighty battle of the bands, but then they went their own way and uh, had their own orchestras. Swing Shift is produced by Media Consultants Limited for Augustana Public Radio. We invite you to join us again next week when we'll get another pair of people to work here on the next Swing Shift. to WVIK Classical on 98.